The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Look, it's Sunday, right? Yeah. It's Sunday... We're all having a, we're all coming to the end of the weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not when you're listening to this, probably. It's middle of the week. Middle of the week, maybe. I don't know. You might be listening to it on a Sunday if it is. Starting weekend. Hey, whatever day it is, make it a a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I hope it's a great day. You're having a good time. Uh huh. Everybody's doing good out there. If it's the weekend, I hope today is long and luxurious and lasts mm-hmm. forever. If it's the middle of the week, you know, I hope you're. I hope you, you've got a light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. or you're like us and like the days of the week are meaningless. They all just run together. Yeah, it's the, when there's a break, there's a break. When there's not, you keep going. And uh, it could be a Monday afternoon. Who knows? Right. Excited you all are here today. Mm-hmm. We've got what an episode. Uh, it's so fun when we get to go into one of these like really. This really puts the ridiculous in ridiculous <laughs> romance. Right? But first, it's time for a mail call. Mail. Awesome. Oh, yeah. This message comes from Patrick on Instagram. And he wrote to us and said, I just wanted to reach out and say that I love the show. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Love hearing that. I really liked the Elizabeth, Olive, William, and Wonder Woman episode. 
That's a great episode. Uh, Please go back and check that one out if you haven't heard it. As a married man in a poly relationship, Patrick says, and also in the BDSM world, it was nice to hear a podcast being non-judging, but also calling out the parts of their particular relationship that were abusive or not done well. I'm sharing this episode with my kink friends for sure. Loving your content. Keep up the good work. Yay. That's awesome. That's so good to hear. It's definitely really important to us Mm -hmm. to, I mean, you know, you shouldn't kink shame in general. But you also have to be vigilant about, uh, I know that that community, uh, it's it's uh, open to abuse, you know, people taking advantage of people's mm-hmm. uh, openness and in uh, a place where you're supposed to be very secure and feel free to kind of let your freak flag fly, as they say. But also, you know, there's there's going to be some people that creep in there and do some bad things. I know that community is very vigilant against that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it probably, they're like, you're making us all look exactly like shit. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but yeah, you have to be careful, especially if you're like new to the community and you get the wrong person to introduce you. You know right, what I mean? I right. think it's very easy to be coerced into things you're not really comfortable with. If right. They're like, well, this is how it's done or whatever. Um, so, yeah, but mo- I think like you're saying, the community itself is like consent is and continual constant yep. consent is really essential to the enjoyment for me and for you so yeah and so people are are yeah pushing you or making you feel crazy they're just not doing it right but but it was really good to hear again we 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 strive for that kind of um uh level of awareness and and appreciation Mm -hmm. uh without being judgmental so it's really nice to hear that from you patrick yeah thank Um, you so much for that others feel the same way yeah i hope we continue to be good at talking about that sort of thing yeah in fact uh we are gonna try not to kink shame today (laughs) it's gonna be tough this one's gonna be tough for me (laughs) but you know what in fact i would say it's important to distinguish this from kink because this guy is not uh fucking aliens as a kink it is just something he claims happened to him many times and uh well let's uh you know what yeah i think we're we're wasting too much time let's just go let's do this. Hey there, friends, come listen well. Eli and Diana got some stories to tell. There's no matchmaking or romantic tips. It's just about ridiculous relationships. A lover might be any type of person at all. An abstract concept or a concrete wall. But if there's a story worth a second glance, we'll put it in a show, Ridiculous Romance. A production of iHeartRadio. Simon Parks is a British man. He was first a lecturer at the Natural History Museum in London, and he served as a local counselor there. He's a married father of three, and in 1999, he moved to the seaside town of Whitby and became a counselor for the Labour Party in Stakesby Ward. And he did that while he was working as a driving instructor. Because you see, the Labour counselors in England, this is from labour.org.uk, they are elected to their local council, to represent the residents in their local community. They're expected to be active in their communities and act as a voice of their constituents, bringing matters to the council that could range from the quality of local parks to social services for the elderly to bin collections and road safety, things like that. But in April of 2015, he resigned as labor counselor because he said his workload left no time for civic duties. Because he and his wife Becky had started, and currently still run, an organization called Connecting Consciousness. Uh, It's in many countries with thousands of members, 
And through the organization, he offers a lot of services, very interesting services. Yeah. For example, general consultation. Okay. Allowing clients to discuss any topic that is pertinent to them. So just like so a little... just anything. Yeah, like a, uh, like a friend to talk to. Yeah. And he, he's going to give you some advice. Sure. That's nice. Why not? He also offers soul readings. Uh, this allows Simon to, quote, connect with the client's soul and thus determine their star family heritage. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Star family. It sounds a little astrological, like something, you know, people sure. get into that. That's helpful for yeah, a lot like of people. Yeah, like tarot, maybe, Maybe or something whatever. like that. It sort of sounds like that. In that vein, sure. In, in either case, I think it's a totally normal thing for someone to offer, you know, their service reading. for online. Sure. Uh, yeah. These two things are going to run you 100 pounds, 100 British pounds, uh, for a 60-minute Skype session. Another service is deprogramming and mind healing. For those who have suffered trauma, maybe from a one-off situation or an orchestrated set of events. Okay. So like maybe like a childhood trauma slash war service or something. Maybe. Right. Or like somebody's coming after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who orchestrated these events? I know, right? We'll, uh, we'll get into that. Well, uh, well. Uh, they say that Simon, quote, has successfully deprogrammed a wide range of people, some of whom are holding elite positions in hierarchical structures, and that he can heal those who have been mind-controlled or have a number of alternate personalities. Wow, he can heal that, huh? Yeah, just in a Skype session, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's not all. There's one more service that he offers, and this might be the most important one. I don't know if any of our listeners uh, are in need of this, but if you go to simonparks.org, uh, his calendar is booked, he said, but you can get on a waiting list. And that service is for demonic possession. Clients who are afflicted by dark energy beings, quote, the jinn being one of many. So if a jinn got his hands on you, got inside your mind, uh, if you've been mind controlled by dark energy beings, uh, you know, get on Skype for a hundred pounds. You can see this guy. Now this is a for these two for deprogramming and for demonic possession. It is a hundred pounds for an initial assessment on a sixty-minute Skype call, but he does say he may require an additional charge. You know, depending on the depth of work required. He says he can never return a person to 100% of who they were before their trauma, but he strives for 95%. That's pretty good. If I could be 95% of who I was when I, before I had any trauma, <laughs> I'd, I'd, be, I'd be a happier man. And that's probably more than therapists offer, yeah, right. guarantee, I should say. Hey, Doc, uh -huh. what percentage better can you make me at the end of this? That would be very unprofessional of me to decide. He also says that you can't, for those two as well, for deprogramming and demonic possession, it's not going to get done in one 60-minute Skype session. He says these are too complicated. It's going to take multiple sessions. So a few hundred pounds is coming out of your pockets at least to this guy. Well, I love that he's like, it's an initial assessment and then maybe an extra charge. Yeah. And then he's like, but it's definitely an extra charge. <laughs> yeah. Like, I also think it's weird that he specifically calls out jinn, which for people who don't know are creatures of, of Arabic lore yeah. or whatever. And um, they live in lamps. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it feels weird that he just calls out specifically an Arabic yeah. thing. Yeah. As, you know, 
just because of the way Britain is right now yeah. um, in yeah. terms of that sort of thing. It feels weird that he like called yeah. that out Yeah, well, he does commonly tap into those, <laughs> those little issues. Great. Yeah. Right now, Parks is personally in touch with the man known only as Q. Oh, Lord. Who is leading a conspiracy to upend all the corruption in Washington, bring about a great counter-revolution that will lead to Donald Trump's reinstatement as the real United States president and blah, 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 Anyway, before the January 6th insurrection in the Capitol, his YouTube page had 10,000 followers. But within days of the insurrection, he had over 600,000 and today he's at 659,000, which I think is also how many people have died of COVID in the United oh, States. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, that number, I think, is just so important to note as to why maybe he got into this line of reasoning. Mm. Uh, could that possibly be bringing him financial success? Uh, why might he be tapping into this particular audience if you know he gets on YouTube for a few hours a day and suddenly has 600,000 followers up from 10. I'm sure he was like, yep, this is it. This is where I'm yeah. This is where I'm nesting because this Grifters is what's going to bring us. Exactly. So, but come on, who is this guy? What why are we talking about him? What brought him into power? What's this what's yeah. the romance There's here? The romance, yeah. What political stances did Simon Parks make in England's Liberal Labour Party that brought him into the national spotlight? What actions has he taken in support of not just the British people, but human beings across the globe in his fight for truth and transparency? What passionate, sane, stable behaviors has this man exhibited that have earned him the trust of hundreds of thousands of global citizens? Well, we can begin to uncover these truths of this man's captivating, eye-opening brilliance. In a 2013 Huffington Post article that's titled, Simon Parks, labor counselor, says, sex with an alien is causing problems in my marriage. Wow. Yes, Simon Parks in 2012 told the UK newspaper The Northern Echo that he regularly had sex with an alien being that he refers to as the Cat Queen. <laughs> And that together they had a child named Zarka. Okay. This is the guy who's going to cure you of your demonic possession. <laughs> if you're hmm. curious about where his, about the stability of this guy, uh, here it is. He was first taken to one of their ships when he was only three years old. He describes the ship as being a teardrop shape. Right. With the blunt end at the front and the pointy end at the back. Aerodynamic, makes sense. Would you get on a teardrop-shaped airplane? Because <laughs> I, I don't think I would. I don't know. I mean, I guess the way airplanes are shaped now, I've never thought one way or another about it. I they're was just shaped, like, I guess they know what they're doing. They're shaped like birds. They're shaped like flying things. Uh, he claims that the alien approached him and took his hand. And when he said, I'm ready, a... Technology I don't understand will take us up to a craft orbiting the Earth. That's nice. They say I, he, each time he has to say, I'm ready, and then they go. That's consensual right there is what it is. Yeah, that's nice. I'm glad these aliens understand consent and wait for an I'm ready. If only more people took, a, took that to heart and waited for an I'm ready. I guess if it were me, I'd be like, I need a little more information about what we're going to do <laughs> once we get there before I feel ready. 
I mean, I don't know that this was the first time, but it's each time. Okay. Yeah. Each time he goes up, they're like, take my hand, tell me you're good, let's yeah. do this. Yeah. All right. Well, that you know, yeah. Consent, again, very important. Yeah. So props to these aliens <laughs> for knowing about that. <laughs> and and we're not talking about a one-time thing here, of course, either. Right. Uh, this actually would occur, he said, sometimes four times a year. Get a nice quarterly alien sexcapade. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, going on my quarterly fishing trip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, uh, Honey, don't wait up. It's June. It's time for my third quarter alien fucking. <laughs> She's like, oh, all right. See you later. This started in 1965 when Simon was five years old. Nope. He was on This Morning, which is like a, a, a British morning talk show, like mm -hmm. a Good Morning America kind of thing. And um, he told them, well, I didn't technically lose my virginity. So that's, I want to make that distinction. He was very emphatic about that. This was not something where a five-year-old is losing his virginity. Uh, it Much more understandable. I think we can all wrap our heads around this. It was actually just a sexual holographic experience. <laughs> so apparently that, that makes it okay. And, oh, he's like, he says... We think we have wonderful technology here on Earth, but this far surpasses anything we have here, or at least anything the military tells us we have. The being actually appeared to him as a vision of the woman from the Fry's Turkish Delight commercials, which are in the... We looked these up, and you have to, too. We got it. We'll have to post one to the, to the Twitter feed. Yes. Because they're on YouTube, and in the 1960s, Fry's Turkish Delight was a candy, and the commercials are just, uh, guess, it's a bunch of hmm. white people in racist costumes doing racist dances to racist music, <laughs> selling a racist candy. It's <laughs> just like this, you know, camels and like belly the dancing. Sultan's favorite. Uh -huh. I mean, but she literally looks like me. I mean, like, she's. She's, she looks whiter very than you. white. Yeah. She's blonde. <laughs> And I even like watched one where she's trying to do like a harem dance thing yeah. and she barely moves her hips. And I'm like, every belly dancer is like, what? What is this? So 60s candy aside, this is this five year old says an alien just took me up to her ship, hologrammed herself as the Fry's Turkish Delight model and had holographic sex with me. And his mom's like, uh-huh, great, honey. Why don't you write it down? I'm, I'm trying to make dinner. <laughs> but he did. He says he did have regular, real, actual contact sex with the cat queen. Mm -hmm. He said the creatures go into your mind and they have the ability to make you think one thing, which is actually another thing. They went into his mind and they made him feel love for them. Okay. Which... To be honest, sounds a lot like David Tennant's character in Jessica Jones, right. which was like a really fucked up villain because yeah. I was like, horrible. Mind control is horrible. Yeah. Horrifying. Why? <laughs> that sounded terrible to me. Right. And yeah, I'm not the only one. Holly Willoughby from, is that? She's the host. From yeah. the show. Okay. Yeah. Holly Willoughby from This Morning said, I think I'd be upset if someone went into my brain and made me love them. <laughs> Yeah, Holly, because you're um, a normal human being. Exactly. 
But Simon was like, well, my understanding of the vastness of the universe led me to understand that some things are less important than others. I guess, like... Like consent? Consent? <laughs> which, which, or free will? He's like, humans are such a microscopic dot in the universe that consent is pretty, you know, who cares? Right, or like my feelings of love are not important. Yeah, you they, can they can be those. manufactured uh-huh. and manipulated because of all the other things going on. Like, okay, weird that they they care about you saying yes, I'm ready, but not if you actually feel any love for them from your own personal right. self. Right. Maybe they're just like, well, we're just so weird looking or something. We have to like. <laughs> help you understand that it's okay to love us or something wow that's that's twisted too because then you know right about people out there like women don't like me so i'm gonna mind control them into liking me yeah i'm gonna neg them into liking me somehow and gaslight them until they're miserable what is that sound oh my god humans oh no we have returned we are back it's, it's our favorite show, Ridiculous Romance. Oh, God. Oh, it's, hey, Ozark. Hey, it's the aliens, uh, Ozark and Glipglorp. 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 That's it. Thank you. Wow. Uh, you guys um, came and visited us during the Betty and Barney Hill episode uh, when we were talking about that alien mm-hmm. abduction. And you're back. And you're back. That's great. Nice to see you again. Yes, Betty and Barney Hill. They were good friends of ours, too. Uh, yeah, we're just talking about this uh, this guy who had sex with an alien. Um, you guys familiar with this story? No, never heard of him. No, no, I've never heard of Simon Parks. Never. How did... How did you know his name? What are you talking about? You just said his name, then uh, you said his name? I did not. I heard this um, other podcast talking about him before, so... You don't listen to podcasts. I know. I don't have ears. Oh, Zach, did you fuck a human being? Well, it was a long time ago. Oh, Zach, have you been tested? Uh, yeah. It's not contagious. Uh, unless I... Unless... Look... Look, there's a lot of people looking at me right now, and that's making me very uncomfortable. So what I do with my own time and my own mind control powers is my business. Oh my god, Ozark. Ozark. It was consensual. Did you turn into a fries Turkish delight lady? Haven't we all turned into a fries Turkish delight lady at some time? Ozark, no! We've talked about the fries Turkish delight lady. She's off limits. I... I just wanted to be beautiful. Oh my god. How come the British lady can make herself look like a, a Saudi harem princess and I I can't make myself look like that British lady? Oh, Zach, it's cultural appropriation. We've talked about this and we took the setting off the holograph machine on purpose. <laughs> this sounds like you guys have a lot to work out. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should take a break? I think it's probably a good idea that we take a break. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Okay, and we're back. Hey, um, everyone. <laughs> Ozark and Glipglorp have uh, Glipglorp. Glipglorp. Glipglorp have taken uh, a little time to themselves. I think they left, so we're probably good. Um, kind of sick of those guys busting into our podcast. I-, I wish they'd call first. Yeah, well, and they keep leaving a huge hole in the roof, <laughs> which is really the the big problem. It took a long time to patch that last Seriously. time. Seriously. Yeah. All right, so we're talking about Simon Parks. Uh, he's fucking the alien cat queen, and uh, she's mind-controlled him into believing that uh, he loves her, and he's cool with that. Yeah, very weird. Please don't mind-control people into falling in love with you. Yeah, just a it's just not blanket rule. Not cool. So, yeah, and, and Park said he was five years old when he first had sexual contact. Even though it was not physical contact, it was still sexual. Yeah. Right? Holographic, but it's cool because it... Because it was holograph. Yeah, whatever. It's all in his brain. Yeah. Apparently, five-year-olds, it's cool for five-year-olds to have hologram sex, according to Simon Parks. Interesting position to yeah. take. Um, but he was actually visited much younger than five mm-hmm. by these these aliens. Oh, yeah. He said they started to visit him while he was in his mother's womb. And he remembers this, like, remembers it. Right. <laughs> like you, Like you do. Like you do. He apparently has a very clear memory of a face with no distinguishing features. 
<laughs> so I have a, a very cl- I have a very clear memory of very fuzzy details. <laughs> I have a very clear memory of not remembering something. <laughs> you know, it's like it was yesterday, a thousand years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, he has a very clear memory of a face. And he says that he suddenly was gifted with the awareness that there was, quote, much more to this world than I knew. Which, no shit, you're in the womb. Like, you don't yeah. know anything about the world yeah, yet. Yeah, literally. <laughs> as far as you know, the world is an amniotic sack. <laughs> I think there might be more out there. If I ever One... get out of this vagina, I swear I'm going to find out what's out there. One day I'm going to masticate my own food. <laughs> He has drawings that he's done of these creatures, and they are amateur color pencil crayon drawings. I'll say he did. He does it better than I would. I mean, I, it's I fine. can't draw for shit. Yeah, so I was like, all right. It's not like a five-year-old did them, but they are still just like right. it's, it's hire an artist. You know, he that's my could... thing. If he's going about out into the world to say I've seen mm-hmm. aliens, don't don't grab your box of Crayola felt tip markers and give me, you know, a quick napkin drawing you did off the top of your head. Like, before you get to the news program, go out there and find an artist and say, hey, if I describe this to you, do you think you can draw it? Yeah, find like a sketch art, like a cop, like a police sketch artist. Yeah. And and tell, that's their whole job, right? Right, right. Like It'd he's be like, like, okay, so he's got uh, a long head, big eyes. Big, big eyes, like anime yeah. big or? Uh, like, um... Like Anya Taylor Joy, big Anya Taylor Joy eyes. Yeah, a little bigger, a right, right, little bigger, right, right, right. Um, and then right. just like you know, like a Voldemort nose, the slits. Okay. You know, he who shall not be named. Thank you. Yeah. I was about to be very scared. <laughs> it just needed. Forgot I shouldn't say it in Britain in public. <laughs> it's like saying Macbeth in a theater. <laughs> He's got like a like a like a Jean Luc Picard haircut. So, so. No hair. No hair, yes, that's exactly. <laughs> okay, just checking. Saying here. Uh, how's this? My goodness, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It looks like my mother. Would you like a, a smaller miniature <laughs> to keep for yourself? <laughs> Can I get a wallet size? <laughs> so he has one drawing of the cat queen, right, or the lion queen, he sometimes calls her. And he says in a CNN interview that her name is... Zucha lach 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 sounds like a sounds like the langoliers eating the universe he says they call sex bonding and that she is the one the cat queen is the one he's bonded with and you just get a glimpse of one of his drawings of her on this CNN video where she's got you know these big furry cat shoulders she's got a big wide cat-shaped two-tone face and a humanoid body with big boobs and big (laughs) wide hips right very very over sexualized drawing of this furry um are you sure you weren't just like scrolling through 4chan (laughs) and saw something that you like that's Maybe it. just has a really good imagination. Oh, definitely. And he's like, that had to be real because it seemed so real, but he yeah. really just saw a furry at like a Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, and he was high. And then like he woke up the next day and was like, I fuck that cat. Yeah, he was on ecstasy. Holy and he shit. Like, oh, I felt so good. She said she was an alien. 
Except he was first visited. I mean, very first time outside of the womb, but before he had sex with them when he was three to four months old. The aliens that visited him most frequently were called the mantids, or he says in the U.S. they're called mantises. There's like four different species of aliens that he talks about. And mantids are green. They're seven feet tall. They have a kite-shaped face, tiny nostrils, huge eyes, a thin mouth, and eight fingers. And they wear these long purple robes. One of the drawings <laughs> is the alien standing in profile. Another drawing is a picture of a mantid crouching down next to kind of a crudely drawn naked woman who seems to be sitting on like an examination table uh-huh. of some kind, just naked. Uh-huh. And he's pointing directly at her vagina <laughs> and saying, you, with a big exclamation mark. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess... What? (laughs) Me what? (laughs) You, like, that's where you came from. A vagina. Or you're in there. You're in there. (laughs) I put you in there. What? Okay. It's very strange. Anyway, it looks like a nightmare I had once. (laughs) It's like every woman's first visit to an OBGYN. You! (laughs) Alien obstetrician. And you're just sitting there like, oh, can I take this paper robe off, please? (laughs) She would have killed for a paper robe in that drawing. I know, she's she like, I'm just, just tits out here. Out. <laughs> in the early days, he says he didn't think of them as aliens because he didn't know any difference between yeah. aliens and humans. Right. To him, there was no distinction. They were just some creatures that were visiting him, much like his mother would visit. I mean, it was all, they were all family to him, uh-huh. basically. He remembers one particular visit from when he was eight months old, uh, where he's in his crib and he says... Two green stick things came in. I was aware of some movement over my head. I thought, they're not mummy's hands. Mummy's hands are pink. (laughs) Which I'm like, you're eight months old and you already know colors? That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. He's like, I know pink hands when I see them, and these are not pink hands. And there's sticks also, apparently. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The nine-foot-tall alien that was picking him up at this point then beamed a message directly through his eyes and down his optic nerve into his brain, saying, I am your real mother. I am your more important mother. Okay. (laughs) Also very rude of this alien Uh, to come to another child and say, I'm your more important mother. Yeah, Simon's mom is like, okay, well then pay some fucking bills (laughs) around here. You fucking cook dinner tonight, Okay, (laughs) you warm up the formula. Have you vacuumed today? Because it's a fucking mess around here. (laughs) So you could take the trash out or something. (laughs) Apparently I'm co-parenting all of a sudden. He was confused by this, obviously. So am I, you know, to be fair. (laughs) And he started calling his human mother daddy. Because he said he thought she must be his dad because who needs two moms? (laughs) Just like, okay, so you're all about alien sex, but you can't wrap your brain around two mothers? <laughs> okay. So he said the alien was his mummy and his human mother was his daddy. She must have been. If if, if, if he had if a he mummy had a alien, then this other person must have been daddy. So everyone out there with same-sex parents, one of them's an alien. Just <laughs> hate to break it to you. He said as he got older, he realized that it was socially unacceptable to call his mother daddy. <laughs> and... He needed to get the words right. He said, 
I learned not to be open, not to discuss it, because people can't handle it. What a what a absurd that he blames that on people too. He's like, well, it's your fault for not understanding why I was calling my mother daddy. I I have another mother, but I guess you just don't understand that my other mother is a big green alien. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't understand it. <laughs> what, what's wrong I with mean... you, closed-minded simpletons? <laughs> I don't know, but that's such a normal thing if you have delusions. Yeah, you know that you're like, well, obviously my delusions are the real thing yeah. and everybody else is having their own delusion of this fake world. Right, right. It's that It's a lot of um gymnastics, I think. Mental yeah. gymnastics you have to do to make this fit in my opinion. It's that same like, well, you you don't think that my mother was an alien and I do. So we just have two different views of the world that are equally sane and valid and one of us is right and one of us is wrong and you know what? I'm right, so I guess you must be wrong. I, that that's that's logic right there. <clears throat> right. It's not. It's not logic because you're saying <laughs> your mother is a right fucking alien. I mean, and you know what? Stranger things <laughs> in heaven and earth or whatever. Stranger things than this have <laughs> happened, but strange things for sure. I mean, you know, I just like I'm not. Um, I have never seen a ghost right. or an alien right. or any type of elf or fairy or any anything like that right. i've never had an experience right. okay i know people who have yeah and they are very adamant that that shit was real sure. and it happened and it was not like a a dream or something they made up or whatever yeah. and i believe them you know what i mean like i i think that the world is weird and yeah. there's a lot of possibilities within the world right. and within the universe that we right. don't we barely know anything about the universe so who knows um, and now all the governments of the world are finally going, yeah, yeah, there's definitely UFOs. We don't know what they are. So they're unidentified. <laughs> yeah. They're flying. They're objects. Anyway, yeah, they're out there. Uh-huh. Um, can't, can't, can't tell you anything <laughs> about them, but they're <laughs> out there. And um, so, you know, I like to be open-minded about these kinds of things sure. as much as possible. Absolutely. But it is very frustrating to just have someone be like, but you are just, I don't know. You just don't you're have. You're too simple. Yeah, you're too simple. You don't have this contact or whatever to understand like i'm more enlightened or something mm-hmm. than you mm-hmm. i don't know i mean i believe that there are extraterrestrial intelligent species out there i believe that they may even have visited earth already i find it hard so many of these depictions of aliens are based around very human ideas and behaviors mm-hmm. that they would fight for resources, that they would have a similar structure of hierarchy, that they would know what how our governments worked and who the leaders of them were and have and be able to comprehend our systems to such a degree that they can just go ahead and come in and infiltrate. There's a lot there that I'm like Yeah, that they have a colonial mindset and yeah, they go conquer and, and yeah. take over and subjugate. A lot of that is very human and I'm like I I think if we're talking about aliens, we really need to open up our idea of what they, what their motivations are, what they're looking for, what they're interested in, and how they would contact us and who they would contact. Um, because getting involved in like our various governments across the world uh, for some hidden nefarious purpose that can't be revealed to the public is very, very human. It's, that's such a human idea to me. And I, I, in my belief of aliens, I think that that's pretty outrageous Mm -hmm. i think that that makes that actually makes the universe smaller 
to me to say, oh, there's all these other species out there and they're running on the same level we are. Mm. It's like, eh, that's kind of crazy. Um, but who knows? Who knows? But I firmly believe that who doesn't know is, <laughs> is, Simon, Parks. is Simon Parks. Like on his own website. Okay. We talked about his alien mother. Right. This woman that believes he was alien mother. And we're left with the question, well, what about his biological human mother? Mm-hmm. What's the deal with her? Because also, he was in her womb. He says so. The alien visited him while he was in his biological human mother's womb. So this That's I true. am your mother thing must be very, you know, uh, it, it's just an idea. It's conceptual. I am your, I'm your alien mother. You know, right. she's not saying I birthed you. So... What about his mother? Well, on his own website, simonparks.org, Simon says his human mother... Simon says. Simon says. <laughs> that's how you know it's true. It's, that <laughs> exactly. makes it a rule. Simon said it. Simon says his human mother worked for MI5, which is the UK's domestic counterintelligence agency and their security agency. But she was, he says, quote, in reality, working for the NSA. Which is an American... Right, the National Security Agency, yeah. So I guess they're the international security. <laughs> he also says that his grandfather works for MI6, which is the uh, the James Bond agency. So I've studied that extensively. I understand the workings of that. There's a woman named M in charge, although mm-hmm. recently uh, a man has taken over. Right. Uh, Voldemort, actually. Voldemort took <laughs> has, over. Is, has taken over the... Oh, my God. Everything's true. <laughs> He's in the ministry. <laughs> um, but that in working for MI6, his grandfather was in reality working for the CIA. Man, everybody's working for the United States. Well, Simon says that his mother raised him herself and never remarried, but he never mentions his biological father in this. He says that between 1965 and 1979, his mother was working on secret documents that came out of Berlin because there were UFOs that had crashed in America and were sent to German scientists to be reverse engineered so they could discover that technology. So you've got American and German scientists working together, very common from that Mm -hmm. era, Mm -hmm. you know, Werner von Braun and people like that. In a lot of these conspiracy theories, the Germans had very advanced uh, technological capabilities because of all this crazy research that, uh, you know, the Nazis were doing and then moving forward. There are some theories that Nazis are actually living in a hollow earth that come out of Antarctica. Right. And if you go in to the hollow earth, you'll see all their amazing technology (laughs) that they're building to bring the Third Reich back or something. That they probably got from reverse engineering these UFOs. These UFOs, right? We should never have sent them over there. Now, in 1979, she asked to be released from this work. She didn't want to be part of it anymore. And then she died in, quote, suspicious circumstances, says Simon. He was 19 at the time. And after she died, he says that 2,000 pounds, British pounds, were put in an envelope and slid through his door. And it contained a message that read, don't look back, Dick Whittington. And that's when he moved to London. And Dick Whittington is this famous London folklore I won't spend all day telling you about, but it gave him the idea to move to London. So I have to ask, what about the wife? Because he's married with three kids, right? Right. right. But he's regularly going on these quarterly sexcapades. <laughs> right. He's got a little, an alien side piece. <laughs> and, and surely, or is she the side piece? Is his wife the side? No, because, I mean, it's just quarterly with the alien. I guess so. I feel like it's a, you know, every few months I go have a little alien Long distance lover. Yeah. 
He's like, uh, hey, honey, um, I might be away for the weekend. Zucha lach 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 is in town. And, uh, you know, she, I'm just going to go say hi. I guess me and Zuka lach 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 are going to knock 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 our boots <laughs> together. <laughs> knock knock knock. So anyway, what, how does she feel about all this? This sex, cat queen with sex thing, whatever she's talking about. And his other kid also, I guess. He's got a whole other family going on. He's got on. three kids and then alien no, kids. No, but he has an alien kid. Yeah. Like this other one. Yeah. Uh, so I've, you know, got to wonder how, how Becky is feeling about all this. And apparently she, she did find out about it. And as the article said, it was causing some strife in uh-huh. their marriage. Uh-huh. She was unhappy about it at first. But don't worry, he says, quote, the sex is not on a human level, so I don't see it as wrong. <laughs> Does Becky, though? Like, again, right, right. I'm asking about Becky, Simon. You keep your mouth shut for a second. Let Becky talk. Ah. Oh, my God. Ah, hey, you're back. Uh, yes, um, I just I was overhearing, and I did want to point out that, of course, it's not on a human level. It barely even counts. Yes, we don't do the same things you do, and so it's very different. Uh, it's just hand stuff, so it doesn't count. You know, we only have eight fingers, so it's a lot different. You know, it's actually... <laughs> we're kind of missing two digits. Look... Everybody has different needs, and no one person can provide all those needs for one other person, so we're just doing, we're just filling the gap. It's more of an emotional connection. Yes. Uh, and also one of our fingers, um, vibrates. Yes. Humans don't have that. Uh, we certainly don't. Um, I kind of do wish. I'm, well, I guess. I don't know. I'm curious. Uh, Seems like it would be useless in other situations, but... So you're saying that uh, uh, Becky needs to be okay with this because this is a totally different thing. Becky can feel how she feels, but Becky should just come with him next time and check it out for herself. Oh, yeah. Becky could come along. We've invited her. She has very conventional viewpoints about sex, and we've been trying to open Becky's mind. Ozark! You absolutely cannot mind control people into agreeing with you. That is wrong. They're not agreeing with you. Oh, really? Why didn't you let me put my fingers on your brain and... Uh, <laughs> not, uh, no, I'm not. That, that... We're not doing that. We should probably go to commercial because... This is our form of mind control. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone, uh, you know, why don't you guys take us to commercial? Yes. And then if anyone, if any listeners out there want to come... Take a ride on our spaceship. You know what to do. Look for the teardrop-shaped object in the sky. And wave your hands frantically. We will be right there. And we'll be right back. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh 
refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all. Even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney. Make everybody count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. Yeah. We've cleared out all the roof shingles and stuff again from the podcast <laughs> bathroom. Well, here's the thing. Uh, including... Ozark and Gleepglorp, there are multiple different races of the aliens. Like we mentioned, uh, Simon Parks himself brings up four different kinds. And you've got the feline species, uh, you know, with the wide hips and the big boobs. Um, uh, his cat queen that he's been having sex with. Uh, there's I also love aliens have boobs. Like, oh, I know, right? <laughs> just two boobs like us. I don't know. Oh, are they mammals? Okay. Do they like other animals on Earth have more than two boobs? Right. And they have mostly nipples, right. not even boobs. So yeah. it's like, what? Why do we think aliens would have two? Two anyway. legs, two arms, a head, but only eight fingers. You know, it's not a direct copy, but they evolved as a hybrid of our humans and cats. So all there's the more reason for them to have multiple nipples well, all the way up and down. Anyway, it's fine. So okay. there's four different races of aliens. You've got the feline types. You've also got the greys. And these are your X-Files aliens, the very typical Hollywood, you know, skinny gray aliens with the big eyes and the big round heads. And Glebe and Ozark. Glebe and Ozark types, yeah. These are the, these are the aliens that abducted uh, Betty, and Betty and Barney Hill. Yeah. Again, That's check right. that episode out if you want to hear about the first ever alien abduction recorded. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you also have the mantids. Now, these are the, the purple robes, the big green heads that we talked about. As He said they were the most, the, the aliens that visited him the most. Simon says in an interview that the fourth species of aliens are the Nordics, which are the reptilians. Now, they are very strict about not being seen or recognized because... They know, Simon tells us, that humans 
are so very good at recording things, and they don't like to be recorded. I guess they never heard of the Library of Alexandria. <laughs> <laughs> they, I don't really understand this. They just don't like it, um, so they don't allow it. They have an agreement with uh, with human governments, uh, with anyone in the know. The agreement is that we don't get recorded, and those aliens themselves are very protective of being seen, of being you know, filmed or, or photographed or anything like that. He says that some ancient civilizations, the Sumerians, the Babylonians, he says the Mayans and the Aztecs might all have carvings where you might get a glimpse of a reptilian, of a Nordic, but uh, but you really won't see them very much. He says it's much more likely that you're going to see renditions of the cat aliens in ancient Egyptian carvings because the cats don't care about being recorded. They're cool with it. But they still won't come down and like be on camera or introduce themselves to the public, I guess. Uh, it's it's very convoluted. It seems more like an explanation of why, it, like a loose explanation of why we've seen some carvings of cat people in, alien, in, in Egyptian culture. Although that's so dismissive of their actual fucking culture. I, I mean, seriously. You know, like the, it wasn't aliens doing anything in ancient Egypt. It was human beings. <sighs> Very skilled and imaginative human beings telling stories that they themselves created. Don't fucking right, take that away from Right, about their gods them. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Again, yeah, talking shit about uh, the Middle East and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Africa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> side note, for our alien lovers out there, if you say that aliens did these ancient things, what you're saying is that early humans specifically who were people of color were not capable of it, that they were too primitive and that's demonstrably false. Mm -hmm. uh, so it is in fact pretty racist to say that aliens built the pyramids and shit like that. It's not true. Right. Uh, slaves <laughs> built the pyramids to yeah. be perfectly honest. Yeah. But, uh, but they were designed by human engineers who were perfectly fucking capable of pulling it off. But these reptilians are so emphatic about not being seen and they're so entrenched in our governments that, in fact, when Simon was on the This Morning program, he said, I brought drawings of aliens, of the Mantids and of the Nordics, and they were going to use them as the backdrop while they interviewed me. He says, but someone from very high up came down and pointed at the reptilian one and said, we can't show that. So... Somewhere in the this British news program, there was there's an alien very high up in the corporate <laughs> ladder who said, Absolutely not. You are not allowed to show our depicted image on your news program. The guy's like, We're going to get so many views and so much ratings off of this Simon Parks guy's crazy. Oh, I just got a little message. Hold on one second. Oh, oh, oh yes, sir. So sorry. The Nordics are the ones getting their hands dirty, though, it right. seems. Um, They're apparently advising Vladimir Putin, for oh, example. Oh, no. In 2015, Park said Putin had been part of a group advised by reptiles <laughs> uh, and have offered him technology on par with what they're giving to America. Okay. Uh, so I guess they were giving us, like, a lot of great shit for a while, and then they were like, now we'll give it to you as well. Yeah. We're going to give you each a little bit. Mm -hmm. We just We just really like... Earth in conflict, yeah. I guess. We just want y'all to fight for some reason. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna build our own little cold war here. Maybe we're like their gladiator battles. Like yeah. we're entertainment for them. Maybe it's just, you know, the whenever you kind of get deep into the weeds of these conversations, you ask, why? Mm -hmm. Why is this happening? 
the the answer is so generic. It's like, well, they're running experiments. Right. They're just observing. What? Well, like a like a kid with who put two ants in a jar and watched them fight or some shit. And I'm like, but why? Mm-hmm. That's not an answer. That's just a that's just a circumstance. Mm. That's not an explanation. Hmm. Yeah. Apparently, when Putin started putting pressure on the Ukraine. Apparently, it was because the Nordics told him he no longer has to tow the American line. Yeah. So they made the American line and then told him, don't worry about it. Right. And apparently, they, the Nordics don't mind Simon talking about them because if they did, quote, clearly, they would have stopped me long before now. Okay. Sure. Uh, look, I got a question, and it's why Simon? What makes him so damn special? And he says, when he was asked that on this morning, he said, I asked them that myself. Mm-hmm. He says, quote, I don't consider myself special or important. He says he makes that very clear on every interview he goes on, that it's not about me. I'm not special. And he said the answer they gave me is basically that Earth scientists trap a wild animal and they put a tag on him Mm -hmm. and they follow that animal around and they follow that animal through generations. They'll follow its herd and its family and just keep tracking it. Mm -hmm. And he said that's what they're doing with humans. They they followed my soul through generations, he says. Still, though, farmers do that tag shit for a reason. There is a purpose behind that. Right. And they study them in the wild. You know, scientists do that also with a purpose to learn more about these. These aliens have been here since the dawn of humanity. So why are they tagging? Like, what what are they not getting? (laughs) Well, and apparently they're also, like, in charge of some things. Right. It's like, why do you need to? Why do you have to study this labor secretary when you're already controlling all the world's governments? Right. Um, You'd do better to just, like hack into people's Facebooks and get data like that because that's more useful. Maybe they're studying our reaction to him, not really him. You know? Like, they're like, we'll just, we'll be totally honest with one person and then just see how everybody else goes. So they're like, oh, he's got 659,000 people who believe him in a world of 7 billion people. You know, maybe 1 billion of them have ever heard of him. Huh. Like, maybe there's something there. I guess, but then what does that tell them? Because it doesn't tell them how people would react to them. It tells them how people would react to a crazy-sounding person. To liars. Yeah, to liars. (laughs) And they don't need a study to see how we react to liars. We do it every day. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll make it real simple for you, cat queen. We believe them or we don't. (laughs) That's how we deal with it. They took some viewer reactions in after the This Morning interview, and they were reading out, like, tweets they got in response. And one person wrote in and said, why is it that only people with an alien fixation ever seem to see them? I've never heard of anyone who has no interest in them ever having an alien encounter. Great question. Absolutely. Solid gold right there. Uh, where are my scullies? Yeah, right. I yes. need a scully to come in and be like, listen, I thought this was all bullshit, but seriously, I talked to a cat queen. We had holographic sex. It was amazing. I am in. Yeah. When you meet, when you just meet a Mulder every 10 years and there's never a scully, why are you going to believe these crazy mm. people? What if the sex is bad? Wouldn't that be sad? Oh, I know, right? Like holographic alien like sex. You. And you're like, oh, this oh, is about to be fucking something. And then, <laughs> and then it's like. Oh, that was actually really awkward. Like you, they're like, oh yeah, yes, give it to me, yes, 
Yes, just like that. And the person's just lying still, like, am I? What? Is this supposed to be good? I don't even know where that's supposed to go. <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm to do with you, if anything. Say my name. I can't pronounce it. Zuchluklok? Zuchluklok? Can you just a little... Get out. Wait, just a little to the left. No, I think... Hang on. Hang on, I have to, I have uh, to my get back. out first. My back. We'll come back. Can we... Oh, no, you're not... Oh, I guess we'll try again in a little while. How long do you need? Like, I, don't, I probably need a long time. A long is... time. I'm sorry. Was it good for you? No. No. Not really. We'll get better with more observation. More observation! We don't know how to bring the humans to orgasm. That's that's all they've that's been studying they've been this whole time. Out. And they're like, they do it to each other so easily. Well. Wow. Depends. Some more easily than others. <laughs> uh, David Pakman, who has a podcast and talked about this uh, extensively, <laughs> says that Parks claims that there are plenty of people who have had the same experience, but they're just not willing to talk about it because it would destroy their careers for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, he's an elected official while he's saying this, right? Yeah. So I'm like, how? Oh, he, <laughs> he, was, he still got elected. He was out about this before he was elected. He's right. very emphatic about that, too. He's like, people always knew. It wasn't something I hid. But also it would destroy your career. Yeah, apparently. So anyway, he's holding a lot of weird ideas together in his brain. <laughs> he says, quote, One of the reasons I've come forward is to give strength and confidence for others to come forward. If 1,000 people came forward on Monday and another 1,000 by Wednesday, the attitude from the media would be very different. That was in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess 1,000 people didn't come it's forward ne on Wednesday. Needless to say, we have not seen 2,000 yeah. or any number of people come forward and say, yeah, 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 I've also had a cat queen come to yeah. my crib. It's been eight years and I think it's still just the one. Yeah, I think it is the one. I guess others. we've come forward with our experience with the Greys on this podcast. Well, and he was asked many times to step down from his counselor position uh, because he did come out about this while he was an elected official. I mean, again, he came out before, but he mm -hmm. spoke about it extensively in the news while he was an elected official. And he always claimed that this is a personal matter. It didn't seem to have any impact on him fulfilling the duties of his job. In fact, a local vicar in his area said, well, he brought interest and merriment to a lot of people and did a very good job as counselor. Merriment. <laughs> I love that. It did bring merriment. Like, people be he laughing at is. him, but he's still doing a good job. Still, the former mayor of Whitby said, quote, I don't think my real opinion of this is printable. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's some people, I think a lot of other officials in the town said, you're embarrassing us. Like, even I'm if sure. he does his job well, this, we don't want to be known for this. Yeah. <laughs> and asked him to step down, but, but, he, he, but he did not in, until 2015 when his workload got too heavy for him. Right. David Pakman on his show was, was like, so this is kind of like a person who believes in that the world is only 6,000 years old, mm -hmm. but otherwise are great at everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're like, I uh, maybe just that part. We just leave that out and do the rest. <laughs> because I can probably find some, someone who's good at this job who's not having sex with an alien cat queen. You know, that's exactly. Right. Now, the aliens... Don't take him away. He doesn't say abducted. He's very clear it's not an abduction. Because he, he says yes it's to it. Consensual. So it's not a kidnapping yep. or whatever. They just take him. They just take him. But they don't take him 
when he's busy. He said they wouldn't take him during political meetings. That's so courteous. Or during large gatherings of people. He doesn't. They don't want to disrupt uh, or draw a lot of attention to themselves. He even claims to have been taken up with groups of people in the past up into the ship. So little alien orgies are apparently happening from time to time, too. Wow. <laughs> They're getting down up there. But what's the big question? Are they going to take over? Are aliens going to... Are, are these they... What are they... Are they preparing of aliens? to invade? Yeah, they're infiltrating our governments. They're studying us extensively. They're, they're mating with us, with us. apparently. What's well, the end game here. Are they trying to take over the world? Well, no. Apparently not. He says, if they wanted to, they would have done it in the Stone Age, quote, when all we had were bows and arrows. Okay, well, there you have it. They're just fucking with us, apparently. But they're giving us technology... To take us away from bows and arrows and yeah. give us better weapons. I guess. Better something. So, why, well, why just permeates? <laughs> why is the big umbrella question here? I know he's all about this? Q, but the letter I'm stuck on is why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy now is very, um, like we said, he really tapped into the QAnon thing. He's doing these Zoom meetings with dozens if not hundreds of people at a time where he just answers their questions rids them of their demonic possession mm-hmm. uh, deprograms their brains um, and uh, I can't recommend that you get into it because uh, frankly I don't support anything that no. he's doing and don't want to <laughs> signal boost his current behavior not really because it's pretty monstrous but he is one of these guys who in early January was like just you wait any day now, Trump is going to be president again. And I'm still waiting. I think the new date is sometime in mid-August, right? It keeps changing. I think that's right. Yeah, it every was time. March, and then right. it was June? Yeah. No, or May, and then now it's August, so. We got alien orgies. Uh, this guy is sleeping with the cat queen. Um, Apparently descended from a mantid, sleeping with a cat queen, and also a human woman who he has had... Now an alien baby and human babies. Right. right. So, but the human babies must be part mantid because he's part mantid, right? Well, but he's not biologically, I don't think, part mantid. Okay, so it, it was just literally like, like Mother Earth. Yes. Type mother. Yeah. yeah, it's like when Chairman Mao was in charge of China, he would send messages to everyone saying, "I am your mother. I am your father. Yeah. There is no one more important than me." It's just like that, and. <gasps> It's interesting oh that God. Chairman Mao made that argument. Maybe Chairman He's Mao. using the same language. I'm pretty sure Chairman Mao was a mantid. You think he was? Or at least being run or advised by them advised like Putin by. was, mm-hmm. like the American government is. Or the, that's the Nordics that do the advising. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, that's right. The Nordics are doing that. So, so there's some kind of hierarchy here where the Nordics are yeah. like telling people what to do. Right. The cat queen is just here to have big tits and fuck you, I guess, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> the mantids are doing some mind stuff. Uh-huh. And the greys, we don't know. They just show up to be in Hollywood films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all about the fame. They want their 15 yeah, minutes. The greys are like, please put me on screen. Like, <laughs> and the Nordics I... are like, I hate fame. I'm going to go be a cobbler in Ireland like Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> the greys are like... Oh my god. Huh? Oh, you got the we just fixed the roof, you guys. Stop fixing it until we leave. Exactly. We need the entrance. Yes, no, we just want to be in Hollywood films. I've 
always had a big crush on Emily Blunt. My goal one day is to work beside her. Oh, Ozark, you, you and Eli have something in common. Well, more, more than one thing. More than one thing. That's <laughs> have a lot true. in common. Very much, lots of things in common. Um, so you guys are okay. Where are you at with the mind control thing right now? Well, we are attempting to learn it so that we can engage some representation. We are available if there are any agencies looking for alien talent. I have a monologue and a 16-bar song ready at any time. I really always wanted to meet David Duchovny. Yes, David Duchovny. I really liked Californication. He has floppy hair, and I like that. But, however, we were grossly misrepresented in the film Evolution. (laughs) You cannot use Selsen Blue to kill aliens. Uh, so that, ridiculous. That was that's another thing we have in common there, yeah, uh, right. Ozark, because that's a that's a great cast uh, in a weird movie. <laughs> what about the water thing in that Shyamalan film? Signs. Yeah. Does that you guys don't like water? Or? No, I love water. Water is life. Water is literally the thing that gives life across the universe. It's the stupidest concept in the world that water would be poisonous to any life form. I can't express enough how stupid of a concept that is, not to mention your Earth's atmosphere contains a lot of water. The air itself has quite a bit of water in it. Has has Mr. Shyamalan ever heard of humidity? <laughs> I, you know, I've, uh, yeah, I would. That's definitely a question I would it's ask a great him. Great question. Um, but I did enjoy the one where the plants come to life. I didn't see it. I thought you were talking about Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> that's that what I'm alien? thinking of. <laughs> yes, no, Little Shop of Horrors. That wasn't the. That wasn't Shyamalan. Yes, Little Shop is closer to the truth. We also like to dance and sing, so. Uh, I'm available for both Broadway and Hollywood productions. We have heard it has recently become easier to join SAG-AFTRA. Call me a quadruple threat. Is this a wise decision? Look, mm-hmm. that's something that you and your manager or agent should probably talk about. Yeah, because... it really depends on location. Right, it's what's a lot of, in? A lot of things go into that yeah, type of yeah, conversation. Yeah, because you're going to limit yourself to a degree. You know, you're well, going to open your opportunities, you but you're going to limit yourself to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, depending yeah, it's on where not, you live. Not something I feel qualified to advise you on. Um, but good luck. I mean, speaking as someone who's looking for representation myself, good luck yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah, all four of us, honestly. Yeah. If anybody out there... <laughs> Uh, uh, is wants uh, us to do very little effort, uh, mm-hmm. and and just wants to sign us up Let without it us asking. Let drop into my lap, please. Uh, that'd be great. We'd really appreciate that. I would love it if some success would drop into my lap as yes. soon as possible. Dropping things into people's laps is the way of our people. Yeah, we are aware. <laughs> Keep dropping in our own laps. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's great to see you again. Another wonderful episode about our people. Yes, we're going to go ahead and steal this outro. You can always reach out to the show at romance at iheartmedia.com. Yes, and they will also accept your transmissions on the social medias. She is at Diana Mike Boom. And Eli is at Oh Great, It's Eli. And the show is at Ridic Romance. You can find them on Twitter and Instagram. And do not forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your rating and reviews help the show be seen. And help us continue to achieve our goal 
of world fame and global domination. And we love stars, so more stars. <laughs> more stars. More stars. Wow, thanks, guys. Yeah, I mean, I guess you guys, if anybody knows stars, it's the aliens. So true. That's I would love to meet the star Idris Elba. <laughs> Yes. We, you and me both. We all would. <laughs> <laughs> We'd all like to meet Edge Zelda, am I right? All right. Uh, we got to help these guys uh, get out of here, and you guys have to help us fix the roof. Yeah. I brought my space hammer. <laughs> Look, it vibrates. Wow. Oh, this is not helpful. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning into this yeah, ridiculous for, yeah. romance. Yeah, this one was out there, way out there, <laughs> way way out there. We will, uh, we will bring enjoyed. it. We will bring it back to earth in the next episode. <laughs> yeah, but hope you enjoyed it. Thanks as always for joining us. Yep. We appreciate you and love you dearly. Yep. Bye bye. Bye. So long, friends. It's time to go. Thanks for listening to our show. Tell your friends, neighbors, uncles, and aunts to listen to our show, Ridiculous Romance. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.